The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Raising capital or taking your business to the world? Investment Fix has everything you need to make it happen. This season, we're exploring the US market, the opportunities it offers, what it takes to grow a business there, and the best way to approach investors. The Investment Fix podcast. Tune in today. Hello. Weird. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. Crack open your thing. Crack your tropical. This is kind of new tropics in a way. It is like new tropics. Tropical. Oh, this, is, this is old tropics. Tropical <laughs> Red Bull. <laughs> the tropical edition. Cheers. Let's do a podcast. Kia ora, welcome to The Real Pod. My name is Jane Yee. I'm joined by Duncan Grieve. Alex Casey. <laughs> Alex is finger Oh, there's yeah, a natural beat happening there. No, My what name I, what is I Jane like, Yee. He's Duncan Grieve. <laughs> but I felt like there was an era of kind of crushed resignation to, to Jane's opening as well. There's a lot of different energies pinging around the room is what I'm saying. Chained to the rhythm. Remember that song? Sing it. Oh, it yeah, up. yeah. It's your favourite song. It's a that really, was really good song. Remember when they released it in the disco ball and the, anyway... Is it Katy Perry? It's Katy Perry. Yeah, remember, very good. Underrated don't... Katy Perry. I think Katy Perry is underrated. She's wow. got such a she's, deep catalogue. Is she not very rated? rated? No, she's not at all. But no she's one in a flop Katy... era, right? Yeah. I and... like Swish Swish. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, I don't. No, Swish Swish is bad. Can but, I just um, add that? But I think she's got like 15 really good songs. Teenage Dream. Unbelievable. We are. Album. We're, we're off, Jane. We're off. <laughs> and they're off. Racing this time. Uh, this is your reality TV recap podcast as well and as Katie real. Oh, I just got an e- Did you hear the email notification? That's from a certain Mike Wilson. Look, she's, she's just not credible. Apprentice <laughs> candidate. You know? Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, shush. Too many things going on. There's absolutely no way anyone is across what's happening here, <laughs> least of all us. Um... You can find us on Facebook. You can find the Cornies on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Real Pod Corner. And you can find us on Instagram, the Spinoff Podcast Network. Right. Lots of exciting things. Follow us. There's Could be, be something fun it, happening tonight. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I, mean, I feel like, you know, we, we look, hey, I'll tell you what it is. it's Tuesday and the Real Pod <laughs> just gets out there, doesn't it? Sorry, Jane, you look dead. Oh, <laughs> I'm just trying to say a single sentence, please. Okay, okay. Okay, okay and here it is. The Apprentice finale is on tonight, and we are going to be watching it together. So we're going to document our time watching it together. Okay, so Correct. why don't you follow us on the Instagram to be see part you of it. online? See you <laughs> on the internet. Should we get into the real news? Alex, are we going to lead with a, a hot story from Alex Casey? Oh. I went to Briscoe's on the weekend. <laughs> that new one. The big fancy yeah, new one. Taylor's Road. Yet. It's crazy. It looks it. Because basically, uh, backstory, we've bought a bed. You know, I think this is important to kind of fill in. It's not just a bed. It's not just a bed. A new bed or an old bed? It's definitely a secondhand bed. What were you on before? 
Um, I was on a queen bed that was my friend Sophie's mum's bed from her spare room at her batch in Bungafai, oh, yeah. which I have Classic. had since I was 13. And you know that there is skin cells. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about my pillow. Oh, let's not talk um, so anyway, the time has come. Joe and I are also moving into an apartment and we're trying to have a glow up. Congratulations. <laughs> trying to have like a holistic glow up. Just leaving Mount Albert. Leaving Mount Albert, hmm. moving to um, Mount Eden. I mean, I Mount feel jumping. like you buried the lead a bit there. Nah. The main <laughs> thing is the, the bed. bed. So we, we bought a secondhand Ecosa mattress, which has had a lot of hype. <gasps> In recent times, um, what's the hype? I'm not aware they come of in a box. They come right? in a box, and it's actually real funny to buy one that what doesn't do, come in a box. What, what, <laughs> that's the what, whole reason it's fun. But what, what what do normal mattresses come in a bag? Oh no, they come they, they come, come folded up, and you open up the box, and they and expand. They, Whoa! We yeah. got one in the states when we were living over there, not that long ago in Los Angeles. Yep. What? And um, yeah, that's it's amazing when you open them up. You didn't even get that experience. No. So let's say you don't have the box experience. Still good? Still, I mean, it's still a good <laughs> mattress, right? I don't know. I've never laid on one. Anyway, so we bought one. Bought off a lovely young lad. This is so boring. No, no, I Why am I, I talking like about this? What kind of young lad are we talking about? Um, a young lad who's moving to the States, actually, Jane. You'll be interested in this. I am interested. The United States of America to do his master's, and he was leaving yesterday. So it was a real last minute, like, I've got to text his flatties to pick up the bed in two weeks. I've paid for it. I put my life in his hands. Oh, hang on. So it's a pre-loved Ecosa. It's a second-hand Ecosa. Okay, so he got all the joy of the open. <laughs> yes. And, and just, I'm getting just a What kind of a discount bed. do you get for, for the joylessness? Well, we bought the bed and the base for seven fifty, which I thought was quite good for and what, a king. And what's, what's the... For what's a king? The, yeah. what's, the, what's the retail? What's the RRP on that package? The Ecosa I looked up Gosh. is about... Twelve hundred. Oh, that's a bargain! So you got that and the and the frame and the frame. Well, that's amazing. Well done. Thank you. Anyway, so then we hit Briscoe's. So I was like, price. King, new duvet, new sheets, new cover. Had a mental breakdown. <laughs> I was like, This is our opportunity. This is like being on the block. You know, you hit Briscoe's. Bam, bam, bam. What do you need? It was a nightmare, and I came out of it with a navy duvet, and I'm, oh, and a, I'm that's spiraling. So Alex, funny. I'm spiraling. Look, Alex Casey, you should have given me a call. Do you know that in my employment history, I worked in a Manchester department <gasps> at a home decorating store? I didn't know like, that. Oh, was it Levine's? It was Levine's. Boom. Levine's. How did I know that? Because I, I knew I, you around then. It was about okay, 20 okay, years ago. Okay. But still, Levine's, anyway. yeah, we could do a whole episode of Removing Bowen on Levine's. We could, except for that. I think I'm the only, well, you and I were the only ones who remember it. No, it was like iconic. It now. Yeah. Anyway. I realise now I, I kind of went Levine's like I knew it, but I was thinking of Rosine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my truth. Anyway, so now I've got this horrible duvet, spiralled, was really upset when we got home and I put it on the bed. I was like, this looks so shit. This looks like a teenage boy's bedroom. So Joe bought three throw pillows for us, oh. which I think is really going to elevate gonna it. it. <laughs> You've given yourself a good Navy Extremely base. Extremely Blockish anyway, behavior. I want to hear from someone who has a navy duvet out there. Do you like it? Have I made a mistake? You know what? When I was a teenage boy, well, guess what kind of duvet no, was? No, it was navy. Navy waffle. <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, also, if you've got cats, steer away from a waffle because they get their little claws yeah, caught in the waffle. They do. And yeah. then you get your little loose I think you should take it back. I slept in it. Okay, don't take it back. Don't. Sell it on Tracy. Pre loved. Pre loved. No, you can corny. still take it back. You can still take it back. No, you can't. That's gross. Not you, it's, okay. it's nothing personal. Anyway, it got on. to the point where we were having such a big fight in the duvet line, the duvet aisle, that this lady here was like, I've got this one, it's fine, get that one. <laughs> yeah, but she just and wants it was someone this crazy at... pink one, I was like, this oh. is chaos. She so just speaks on behalf of all the people in Briscoe who didn't want to hear you fighting. Yeah. Is it that blush pink one? It, w- it was sort of a blush pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've like that, that's color. great. 
Okay. Anyway. It's very pale. We'll update you next week with this developing story. <laughs> In other news, there's a new reality TV show. Weird for us to be talking about reality TV <laughs> instead of duvets. But anyway, um, entrepreneurs and property developers Kenyon and Charlotte Clark, you heard, from, heard of them? New names to me. Have created a new doco slash reality show called The Property Developers. Mm. I, okay. What was it for the TV? It's for the, I don't, I guess so. Spy, this came from Spy, understands filming is underway, being shot over the next few months in luxury locations around the country, I'm, following the couple's glamorous lives and synced in with their major business and property developments. I'm into this. Um, I mean, I'm into any reality TV. Yeah, but property developers, I based on my the stories I've heard from lads I know who know them just sound like they're a bit of a like a, a different breed. And I think they would make good television. The show will take a peek behind the scenes at what it takes to succeed in the development game, along with giving real solutions for the current New Zealand housing crisis. Let's get them on when the facts change. Oh, my God. This is the, this is the when the facts change, the real, real pod crossover. crossover. Episode. I think that would Holy be shit. That would be amazing. <laughs> Okay. Bernard, if Bernard. you're listening. <laughs> Devil and you are. Listening. <laughs> Imagine Bernard listening to this. He's so angry. A duvet existed. chat? Oh my God. Okay. I don't know what colour duvet. Show us your duvets. Show Hashtag. us your duvets. <laughs> Show, yeah. and, and just, you know what? Don't don't fancy it up just because you're taking a photo for the corner. Also, no. can we get a real pod corner poll of whether. Alex's oh, navy blue duvet is okay or not? Look, by the time you need to go to the corner, it's already there. I'm telling you that now. Wayne, get on it. Okay. Um, the Brazilian pre- president, Jair Bolsonaro, has had the hiccups for 10 days. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's now in hospital. Oh. And when he did like a little speechy or something recently, he hiccuped approximately 14 times within the first minute of speaking. This, honestly, like, knowing Bolsonaro, this is just such an... He's like incredibly vain former athlete, former military guy. It's just so good that this has happened to him. I wouldn't <laughs> wish it on anyone except him. What a weird... What a weird little uh, affliction to, to have but for it, 10 I mean, days. People, people, like I remember, and it can't be true, my favourite book growing up, um, published by the famed publisher St. Michael's, parent company of, is it Marks and Spencer or Waitrose or both? I don't know. Anyway, um, there was a story about a lady who had the hiccups for like seven years. Whoa. Sounds real that, annoying. Oh, that's too long. I remember having the hiccups once and going to a petrol station to buy a 10-pack of smokes <laughs> back in the day. Um, and I walked in and the guy behind the counter said, I'll give you a thousand bucks if you hook up again. And I couldn't. Oh my God. Yeah. So try that, but try only that if you've got a spare thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. What else is happening? That's it for the real news. I think. Anything else to add? Oh no, that's not true. Sorry. Uh, I saw this on Instagram this morning. Uh, the headline, I've cut it off a bit, but I believe the headline is. Uh, that would actually be a good headline. Yeah. Nude, <laughs> I click that. Nude model saved my life, and the nude model is none other than <gasps> the Buzzy Kiwi himself, Stephen from The Apprentice. Show me, show me that. If you go to his, if you go to his Buzzy Kiwi Instagram, it might still be up there. Um, he is quite nude, quite nude. That's that a photo. low pant. It's a very low pant. That's a very low <laughs> pant, Jane. She's zooming. <laughs> She, she is definitely zooming in. I don't even think it's a towel. What? I don't think it's a pant at all. It's not a pant. <laughs> that is most certainly, as an expert in, in, um, in bed and bath, uh, yeah. that is definitely a towel. It's definitely That's a towel. where we, we bought our cushions from bed, bath and beyond. Anyway. 
Sorry not to talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can see all kinds of mischief getting down there. <laughs> I think, look, uh, we might... He looks like he's ready to give it the flick as well with that seductive tucked thumb. I might have to put that in the corner because it might be gone by the time you're listening to this, but don't you worry. I got you. I got you. All right, let's move into reality check. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. (laughs) Reality check. I'm caught up a bit. Well, no, I'm, I'm up to Teddy's arrival. Oh, I, yes, I, you're, I got you're out on Love Island, but now I'm back. Yeah. If you're like me and you're thinking of dipping out Hang on, wait. episode are eight. We, are we recording? Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I didn't realize. <laughs> <Do you not laughs> Why would we not be recording? Work, I thought we were ladies. chatting. I thought what? we were. No. Okay, sorry. I thought we were giving Tina an opportunity to answer a text message. Never mind. She can do that. Who's it from, Tina? It wasn't even a text, it was slack. Oh, oh no, got a slack. I got a slack. <laughs> you can't have your slack notifications on, it's a nightmare. Can you imagine that in the office if we said that every time anyone so got a slack? Nice. I got a slack, got a slack. <laughs> anyway, I'm back on Love Island, great, oh, great, glad to hear I nearly, it. I nearly bailed, but I'm back and I'm up to about episode 12, 13 and it's just, it's humming along now. Tell you what, and I, I was just thinking this as I was in the bathroom before we came to record the podcast. And I think it's a direct result of Love Island. I want to get my lips done. I mean, I absolutely don't want to get my lips done. <laughs> I would do it if it would just, if you could just do it for like an hour. Yeah. And just see and take a photo and then, you know. I'm just so curious. It's so bad for your body image. Does it also... It's so bad for your body image. Does it also... What happens to your lips? The program Watching is. that program. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah no, it does. Almost terrible. every single person who I was like, I think I'm going to get my... I'm gonna, I think I'm going to get Botox. I, I am going done. to get a new bottom. I want to get a spray tan, you know? I'm going to get my legs lengthened. I'm going to get it all. Is there like a discount for the full works? (laughs) You know, like you pay this amount for this one and this one, but then if you buy the whole lot together. Mm. Oh, Duncan, you look like you're thinking something. Well, I just wonder if like in the future, which is hitling at us very quickly, you could like if surgeons, because the problem with surgeries is that they're they're not a, they haven't been, um, you know, like, Dentists used to be all these different dentists. Now it's just Lumino the dentist, just own them all. Like if they, if all, all the surgeons get together and come under one big surgery brand, whether they could actually justify funding Love Island because of the increased demand for mm. their services. Oh, my God. Like I feel like that's something that's just going to happen. Take that to Daylight Creative. We'll sell it in. They currently like do it with um, maybe we shouldn't. Boohoo, right? Or whoever the clothes sponsor is. You can shop the look yeah. that everyone's wearing. So it could be like shop the shop lips. Shop the body. <laughs> shop, yeah. the lips. shop the lips. Shop the butt. <laughs> okay. What I want to know is with the lips, if you do it a lot, does it turn out like, say if you had boot your boobs done and then you had implants taken out and then you, presumably, or you breastfeed or whatever, presumably you end up a wee bit saggy. Is the same thing here with your lips? Like, do you have to just keep getting them done forever because you've stretched out the lip skin? I don't then, think so. And then you've got little flappy lips? Does that happen? I think... I think or I, do we I, not know yet? No, I, I think we well, don't know yet. I know some people who've had their lips done a few times and it definitely the lips seem More. exactly as they were. It just dissolves. Yeah. Into where? Into, your, into your, mouth? I don't know. Oh. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, really? Sorry. Oh, that my God. Crazy, the facts have changed I've yet again. <laughs> doing for medical advice for a long time now. Okay. Um, so we'll move on from Love Island and go to the Park Hyatt Hotel. Hotel? Yeah. I mean, it's a hotel, but it looked like a corporate space. 
Well, I think it's it's many things. It's a multi-purpose yeah. space. I think it might be New Zealand's fanciest current hotel. I want to go. Yeah. Um, do you imagine the real pod sponsored by the Park Hyatt? That'd be good. Oh, no, I can't imagine. No, I that. can't either. It's not imaginable. It'd be like the Ibis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good bird. Yeah. Good. Motel. Sorry, Ibis. <laughs> or no, it would be the Ibis. Would be the Ibis. It's exactly it's the exactly Ibis. The Ibis. <laughs> Anyway, okay, we're down to the (laughs) we're down to the top three. We've got we've got we've got Ness, we've got Mike, we got Stephen. Iconic trio. Oh, I love to die for Um, this episode. Oh my god, this episode was actually brutal, and I I, it made me miss the silly challenges. No way, I was I thought it was like incredible. I know I enjoyed it, and that's the business menu. But I, I just felt I think there was a point when I was watching the episode that I was like, oh god, there's no more. Mowing over plaques. Mm. There's no more. There's no more silly, dumb things happening anymore. This is like we're down to the pointy end of the business now. Yes, but the path here, all the silly stuff, made you really care about them. And now that they're suddenly they've flipped it into serious mode, and so now when they're having these kind of very intense encounters with. A variety of different <laughs> business people. I, I have things to say about them. Um, you really like it's. It really lands. Like I'm. I'm wrecked when Michael is wrecked. Oh, I'm wrecked too. And I'm also like, do these people? I mean, I just who applied to be on this show because it just sounds like their business plans were absolute trash. I love the reveal that they were. That they were what they put down at the very the start. start. I loved that. The, the storytelling reveal. of it. They've been sitting there the whole time. It was like the end of Jigsaw when you find out Saw was in the room. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there goes my weekend. I Thanks, know, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, no, but, but, but do you think um, they knew that when they were putting in their proposal that that was going to be dissected? Must have been. Must have been. Or is it just like, here, apply, put in your business proposal, um, Surprise! We're using that that doc that you threw together. In no, the last they seem week. to be deeply wedded, and they would mm. sort of periodically refer to their plans throughout the season. Mike did didn't not. have a budget. No, Maybe Mike had a budget. He just didn't have a price. <laughs> or okay, fifty. Yes, he did. Fifty million. It was just amazing. It was amazing dollars. when it was like, yeah, I just pulled the you know April and October were bad months. It's going to be dips. Just going to be because I thought that was more realistic. <laughs> oh, it just felt really bad for him. It also made me weirdly like I know my thesis at the start was that like business is a sham, blah blah blah. But when you see the actual business people talking business, yeah. I weirdly got like quite emotional. Like when that guy was like, when Peter Beck launched his rocket, you know, telling the mm, kind mm. of the yeah. theater of it. I was like, I love this. But at the same time, the other guy was like, you don't want to be a pioneer because pioneers only end up when they're up the ass. So I was like, who do you listen to? Also, who do you listen to? Hutch. So that that guy, <laughs> uh, is it Mike Hutchinson? He was, um, I, when I worked at Image Center Group, which was a printer that went vertical into owning magazines. Sorry, I imagine this the is, printer this is, is all, like taking off into space then. This is all weird. Is, well, good, because we were just talking about Rocket Lab, yeah, and then you yeah, said yeah, it went yeah. vertical, yeah. and you're, you're using business speak, and you need to dumb okay, it down. Okay, okay, I'll dumb it down. So, um, Image Center Group, this is, this is my honest opinion and my understanding of it. Basically, Image Center Group was, was a, they just printed magazines, and then, they eventually developed a stable of their own magazines, largely through the magazines would go, get indebted to them for printing uh, their, their magazines. And when they couldn't afford to pay their debts, they would be sort of acquired by Image mm-hmm. Centre Group. So they developed quite a large stable of magazines, largely through sort of 
them getting indebted to them. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not suggesting there was anything untoward with that, but it's just a, it's an unconventional way to get a group of magazines together. And then they ended up having like a uh, like a, a big web development thing. Oh, there, I mean, there is a point to this, I swear. Anyway, so when I was there, there was this that, that guy um, Hutch was like in one of the offices upstairs, oh. and he um, wrote this sort of like he was an ex ad guru, very sort of decorated. But even then, this was like. He'd been out of the ad game for quite a while, and it just seems kind of of those of the trio, the fact that he was quite a long time removed from his moment in the sun seems sort of was quite eyes emoji to me. Just because I felt bad for Mike, like he obviously should know what he's going to charge for his breathing. And we're back, <laughs> but but I was also like. I feel like maybe you're not as connected, uh, you know, Hutch isn't as connected to the zeitgeist of all the weird stuff that we pay for nowadays Mm. as he might have been 20, Mm. 30 years ago. Because I can sort of imagine people paying for breathing nowadays. One of the dads at the school in LA ran a breathing, like, you know, that was his business, this exact business that Mike's talking about. It exists. But it's competition, isn't it? It's Which competition. Anna kept pointing out. Can I ask a question? When Hutch worked in the same building as you, mm. was he shooting arrows at people's behinds? No, but he, he I, well, he might have been. He had like <laughs> his own office and it was upstairs and I was right, down on the shop point. floor <laughs> yeah. just grinding it out. <laughs> was um, he part of – sorry, I'm not sure if I glazed over. Was he part of the, um, the, the vertical acquisition <laughs> of the magazine? I think he might have been. Or was that just you folding for a I second? I also think that he was um, – mates with maybe the dad of the person who ran it. I, look, it's all a bit unclear and I'm just speculating here. Hang on, can we just go back then? So that, that, that you just told us about the magazines and the magazine acquisition yeah. and how it's an unusual yeah. model had nothing to do with this guy? Is that just... Oh, yeah, probably. But I don't think it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you're, right. you're just saying yeah because no. you both sort of pause. No, no, it's just that's fine. I was just trying. I was just trying. Just interesting trying to boring to, old me. I was just trying to link it all together. Well, he to... wrote, and he wrote for Ideologue at the time. There, okay, there we go. That'll do. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I, I just thought that like Mike Michael deserved to be maligned for not knowing how much he was going to charge for his thing, and therefore all of his numbers being based on just guessing at what a business's cash flow would look like, but. I do think the products, like p- people are p- mm. willing to pay for very odd stuff nowadays. Mm. I also back. think it's perfectly <laughs> fine that he wants to continue making money as an auctioneer, something he's very good at. Hell yes! Until such time as he can, you know, it's just it's just common bloody sense, mate. It doesn't mean he's not going to go all in on the breathing. Why isn't he saving, though? I would Why also, isn't he saving I would his auctioneer's dime? argue that he has been, he has invested his whole life up until this point in breathing. Because he's been doing Joe. it since the moment he came Never from his stopped. mother's womb. Never even once. So I so strongly agree with that um, point about it's like the idea that, you know, and the, the, all um, three of the, the experts kind of express variations on this, that you must quit your job and be all in on this thing. It's like that's a freaking privileged position. Only people who've got money or a real strong safety net can do. Like for most people, they have to like – do it a little bit on the side and build it out from there. Like it requires so much to be able to do that. And I think, especially with auctioneering, which is naturally done in the evenings, naturally like really valuable, but only for a relatively short space of time, you've got a lot of time in the week. It's like a perfect sort of way of bankrolling your experimental breathing business. That was just, I just think they were wrong. Yeah, straight up. I agree. Um, also, when you think about Ness and Stephen, 
they're just at different points, right? Like, like Michael's just not launched his yet. Doesn't mean it's not a, a valid idea. Ness presumably saved up some money from her being a, a flight attendant mm-hmm. to the point where she could launch her business, and she um, she probably did both at the same time for some for a bit before she went full time into the balloons. Yeah, you know? and I'm sure that Steve, Stephen is still influencing. Stephen is certainly still modelling. <laughs> yeah. You know, we've just yeah, seen it. Seen so it. still wearing that towel low, real low, <laughs> real low. <laughs> The lowest. Uh, what else? Anna Mowbray. She was, man, she was She's amazing. terrifying. I mean, that is, that is, that's a she-EO. That, you know? That's <laughs> what people talk about she is when the they talk about girl bosses. EOs. It was crazy. I was very impressed and terrified. I was absolutely terrified. I just thought she was great to hear yeah. talent. Though. Amazing. Yeah, totally agree. I also think that she made the, the older gentleman look real, like, rubbish by comparison. Because mm. she was just so... You know, she she was so intense, and and every question was like laser guided. It was it was really really impressive performance from her. Who do you think that she went hardest on? She went hard on all of them, eh? She kind of did, because they all had different. Like Ness had that jumbo Bible <laughs> and yeah. sixty seven page document, of and her seemingly sixty seven revenue streams. Like my mum's cleaning business. I love that. OMG Chip, clean. OMG, it's so clean, right? Chip, it, but it was like at first when she explained it, she's like, you know, mum will go in and clean, you know, after the the party, after the event. So that makes sense. But then she's like, but she also just does other cleaning, you know, as well, which is great. I mean, love a mum for it, but. It was very tenuously tied to the balloon business. I want to hear what all the other ones are. These are like a balloon, a party in a box. Masterclasses. The masterclasses I yeah. thought was was a bit of a bung no. Yeah. I don't know. If you look on Instagram, there are a lot of mothers putting together balloon garlands for their children's Insta-worthy birthday parties. Yeah, but but they're learning to... how to do it for free from anywhere else, right? Well, Why and also, like, if they, if they can do it well then they don't need you. Like, you're sort of oh. giving away your secret sauce. You don't see the colonel doing masterclasses and here are the 11 exactly. secret herbs and spices. Go make your own Oh, my God. KFC. This is why I'm not a business person. I'll never be a CEO. You're my CEO. <laughs> it's just the most fun word to say as well. So, Ness had her massive, um, her massive doc. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing simple about me. I'm bougie. I was just like, yeah. She's got so many catchphrases. It's She's a lifestyle. So cool. And she was also using bitch quite a lot in this episode. So mm. I feel like, and not like in a, not not in a, in a, uh, you're a bitch way. Right. Sorry, Alex. Oh my God. No. <laughs> in a, in a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not in this bitch. She kind of bitchy. Uh, yeah. She was also you know, like, wearing in a cool, cool way. Louboutin? Was she? Was she? So. Red Soul Choose. Red Soul Choose, yeah. Wow. She's just a. Just a magnificent character. Also, did she not, did I hear that she made like two hundred and seventy thousand dollars last year in her yeah, business? That's that proper money. Me. She like they talked about her um, in the room. You know how she's very charismatic. Like, have I talked about when I went to that girls in business thing? And she brought the house down. Like, she is a massive celebrity star. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me that it's just like everyone goes to her for everything now. All the corporate events, mm. all the, like, baby showers. Because she's fun. Mm. Like, oh you God. get to kind of have her at your event as well. Yeah. I think it's a big part of it. Corny Christmas. <gasps> Corny Christmas. A corn... Balloon garland. I'm thinking yellow balloons. Oh my god, the green balloons. Kernel is, kernel. Is a yellow. Yes. Ah. <laughs> oh. 
girdle is a yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Balloon, I think, she is the word you're looking for. She'd bloody well do it too, wouldn't she? I don't know. Would she? I once tried to get her to work on something else I was doing, mm. a separate project for a different place, and I took a real partner just messaged her and I was like, would you want to come on this thing and talk about this? And she messaged back and said, oh, I'd love to. I'm really, really busy at the moment, but just let me know if there's any time. It was because she was filming The Apprentice at the time. Ah. I didn't realise. But I love that she was just up for being, you know, she's like, oh, she's just great. She's got it. If she she's wins, if she wins, do you reckon she'd give us a ride in a van? I reckon. I would love it. I'd love $30, it. $30,000 van? Yeah. Is that, is that a lot for a van? That sound, no, that sounds reasonable. Can you for do a, a rolling podcast? Like, like oh, Can we get a Guinness World Record for okay, look, I've looked. Trip. I've looked into the Guinness World Record thing. It's very tricky to get a, a podcast world record. Why don't we just do them? one of the ones that's like first podcast with a milk bottle on your head? Like one of those <laughs> shit ones that you just yeah. make up, you know? <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> oh my God, I think, okay, Duncan's got a crushed, can I say, a crushed can of Red Bull Tropical, quite specific, on his, on his head. head. Say something quickly, so you're podcasting. I'm, I'm podcasting. There you go. There's a record. We're <laughs> <laughs> just getting some photographic evidence. Oh, oh, this is going straight to Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a can of Guinness, then they'd have to do it. Yeah, they would. Then it is a Guinness record, isn't it? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, anything else to say about Ness? Um, love her. Love you. Love her. She didn't know any of uh, the money. She didn't to? know how much money she makes or spends. Honestly, but it's very hard it. to know that. <laughs> they talk about, you need to know every dollar that's coming and going. I mean, I, I don't, don't have know. many dollars and I don't know any don't of my dollars coming true. and going. I don't think that's true. I just don't think that's true. It's certainly, I've, I've never known. <laughs> Isn't that what bloody Zero's for? Zero looks after that for you, right? You just check in. Yeah, got, got enough to buy myself a van. That's all you need to know. Yeah, got enough to pay myself 90k. Yeah, that's, shall we move on to Stephen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what do you think of nootropics? I have one issue with the idea of nootropics. Is this you talking or are you reading? No, this <laughs> is me talking. <laughs> this is me talking. Is nootropics, what is it? Is this the coffee that doesn't it's, have... It's arepa. No, hang arepa. on. Is it a coffee or is it an additive to a coffee? It's an additive to a coffee. Okay, so it takes the, the effects of the caffeine out. It smooths out the harshing of your buzz. That Question. Can... Why not just get to eat decaf? Because you, no, no, you want the you, you want, want the, the pop, but you want you want the edges in it. Okay, but not the jitters. You don't want the jitters or the anxiety. Right. Mm. Or the okay. Anxiety. Okay. So one of the one of the business people suggested that people actually drink coffee for the anxiety and the jitters, and I don't think that's true. No, they want yeah, the buzz, but they don't want the <laughs> yeah. anxiety. Yeah. Was that the simplicity guy who said that? Yeah, it was. Yeah. He's got a new look, by the way. He? he used to look sort of like um, he used to have a shaved face and he used to wear like a shirt. And now he has a mock turtle, black, <laughs> with a blazer over it and a very neatly trimmed beard. Which one was that? Was that Sam? Sam Stubbs. Sam Stubbs. Goldman, Goldman very attractive. Zacks. Scientifically proven is the most overused term in business. Thoughts? Probably true. Probably true. Probably true. I'd like an investigation into made up shit. Like you know, but who do you trust? I know, well, like, the scientists get paid off. Think about and the, then... think about the beauty industry, and think about the uh, the the clothes washing detergent industry, yes. and all these bloody things that they talk about. Like, and now with oxide osity, mm-hmm. scientifically proven to capture your your dirt grubs. <laughs> your dirt grubs. <laughs> your, who? your dirt grubs on your clothes. <laughs> Wow, when the science changed. Well, this is the thing, right? Like they just use these these neologisms, right? They've made up words 
and I, they tell you that it does something and they do a little graphic on the screen and you go, okay. Yeah, but I believe in nootropics. Because I mean, we've seen it. We, we've got scientific we've evidence it. on this very podcast of, as Ben Thomas said, uh, consciousness expanding live on mic. <laughs> I like that he's become like, we've influenced him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is, sorry. Is nootropics not the brand name? No, no, that's it's like, like a, the it's enzyme like or whatever. Oh my god! I think like LSD might be a nootropic, or maybe mushrooms. Well, it was interesting that he said like his later plan was to mushrooms. get into mushrooms. Yeah, I'm and then sure. like start a music festival. Basically, if this genius wins, he's getting Mike Pirro to fund his drug cartel. <laughs> Is that what's happening? Yeah. Wow. Hide it, hide it in plain sight. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so so Stephen, is, he did very well, I thought, in these interviews overall. He was um, he blinked a lot. He blinked a lot. I think he did really well in the money stuff when they're like, what are you going to do with your 50K? And he had a plan. Yeah. And then just every question they had for him about money, he had an answer, including I want $90,000 in my first year, which as a non-business person, I'm like, why wouldn't you pay yourself? But apparently it's something to do with investors and if you pay yourself and the investors will go away with nothing, they're going to be pissed off and I don't know, something like that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can see the the disquiet among, especially if like you're taking the money, the investor holds all the risk and you are you know that you're getting out of with a pretty good salary mm-hmm. and the investor, like they, he was planning to make $0 that first year. And knowing that most businesses fail in their first year, that's like $50,000. So Stephen, goes, Stephen does well. Me as the investor, probably odds are it's going to be a failed business. Mm. Whereas if Stephen was to dial it back to say 70, then there could be a $20,000 profit. The investor gets a share of that. And then it just feels like you're, you're both kind of focused on the right thing. Right. Oh, man. Sorry, I just make it so boring. No, 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 I? that's great. That's great. I understand it. Um He's got a, he's already got a flagship store location lined up in Ponsonby. Has he? I mean, if he's got that and he's got like... But does that just mean he's pointed at a shop and went, yes. I want that one? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Britain. so. <laughs> 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 Look. I think you're attributed it. It must be, because otherwise he's already got the money, right? Like how I feel like with his idea and the way that he's looking at it, 50K is not really going to go that far, oh is it? Oh, my gosh. Like a 50K fit out is not getting it done. Like fit out's like half a mil. No, he had a fit out of 130 and, and they that's... were like, you've, you're 100% short on that. Yeah. So what's the 50 for? I mean, you've, if you've already got all this other money. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. Ness wants a van. Ness she wants, wants a $30,000 van. $20,000 worth of other stuff. Yeah. Balloon <laughs> materials. And, and mum. Mum. You know, mum. Yeah. Mum um, cash. In terms of Mike, what he's going to do, who knows? He said something. I'm paraphrasing, but it was pretty much, I've put together some figures based on some figures I've put together. <laughs> <laughs> and he oh, also said what? New Zealand spends 30% of its GDP on wellness. <laughs> this was real funny, okay. So he's wrong. It clearly, New Zealand clearly yeah. doesn't spend 30% of its GDP on wellness. And whatever, I don't know where that, that's it's such a nebulous term, it could mean anything. And then he said it's $5 billion. So that obviously that's a mistake. But then Sam Stubbs, don't want to harp on it, but said that New Zealand's GDP is $75 billion. Correct? That's not correct. New Zealand's GDP is like $300 billion. You can't just be like sassing Mike for not knowing what New Zealand's GDP is and then having the wrong number yourself. Like, you just can't. I don't know. I'm the hand shrug emoji. But they think they settled on it was more like 3%. I don't know. But also, what's 
What's wellness? I mean, is buying yourself some Floridix at the supermarket wellness? It's Floridix. Oh, it's a, a thing. It's like a supplement. You know, oh. like is is um is going is going for a walk to Mother's Pies wellness. Is buying like a brand new Jeep wellness because it makes you feel nice. Yes. I'd argue it's unclear. Yes. It's unclear. It's very unclear, and that would not get past the line at the Guinness World Records. I'm just saying that. I need breath work. Okay. Ah, oh, we should get Michael into the spin-off to do a dummy run of his breathwork company. I mean, can we not? You seem resistant to the idea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh, I want to just mention Mike. So we we sort of touched on it, but the fifty million. $50 million. He wants to make $2,000 profit, I guess, or just turnover. Is that what? No, $2,000 profit in the, in the first, first year. year. But then, then within 10 years, it's up to $50 million. That's so many people breathing. It's yeah, you can get the whole world breathing. That's the plan. It's a movement. <laughs> I mean, look, to, to be fair to, to Michael, and like, I just think that there's a whole lot around business that is intentionally kind of exclusionary and it makes it seem if you don't have the answer to this whole suite of questions, then you have no right to go mm. into business. But which, Look, again, I'm probably speaking from very personal experience here. I didn't know any of that stuff. I just sort of started hacking away at it. It worked, it worked out fine. There are heaps of people that know all the finance mm. and know all of the like, terms and they've done their MBA or whatever, and they're just rubbish at it because they don't actually know what people want. They don't have a feel for like that kind of competitive environment. Like Michael might not have the numbers on lock, just like Vanessa doesn't, but Vanessa's clearly got a lot of really strong intangibles. So does Michael. Like, I just think that that critique of, you know, you must be able to kind of look at a balance sheet and correctly mm. diagnose, like, I just don't believe it. I think if it were ever true, it's certainly not true in kind of service-based businesses like selling balloons or breathing, where a lot of your personal charisma is a mm. huge mm. asset to, to the business. And I just think they were, they were sort of unnecessarily kind of cruel to him from a basis that doesn't actually reflect the kind of current business fundamentals, particularly in the kind of spaces they were going into. Sorry, that was more when the facts changed. But I, I just really rate Vanessa and Michael. I can really see why you have enjoyed this episode. I, your passion is palpable. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm mm. not. I'm trying. I'm, I'm like, kudos to you, Duncan. Is there any oh, world where so it's like season two Duncan Grieve at the Park oh, Hyatt? Like, no, I want Duncan. Is that not I, even crazy? I want you to not be the business person. I would I love want, to. I want, you to be the, I want you to be a candidate. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be mowing over flags. Well, I was actually thinking when I was watching it, like, if I was pitching the spinoff in year one, I'd have been mown down by mm. these terms. Absolutely destroyed. And not saying that the spinoff is some kind of massive success, but it has kept going and it's, done kind of what we said it was going to do despite or maybe even because I didn't know about all the mm. scary stuff that they were trying to make sure that they were really focused on. Can't wait for that 50 mil. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Would> <laughs> <be> <laughs> <lovely>. <laughs> um, okay. We got a we got a we got a close up on the receptionist. Mm. Oh, for yes. the first time, I mm. think. Yes. Ever. Um yeah, and I also I, I studied the credits to see if I could do some digging, find out his name. Perhaps look on some actor sites, and it wasn't there. Well, you know what? You, there's a mystery there because you know that I asked publicity, "Can we talk to the receptionist?" And they were like, "He's unavailable." Uh, what do you and mean? And I was like, "Does this mean unavailable forever?" And they were like, "Yes." <gasps> so CGI or being murdered? <laughs> I know it's it's definitely interesting. I'll tell you what. He's, he's an absolute emotional void because when Mike came out of that. Spoiler alert. Oh. When Mike came oh. out, I was like welling up. Yeah. Cassie he, was 
correct, and rightly so. He didn't flinch. When Ness came out, also she was like extremely shaken Mm. and upset. Didn't even look at her. Is he CGI? Or is he he a a stock image that they bought, put into the background, and they're actually walking out through a green screen? He could be a little Michaela type, you know? But that's why he's unavailable. Speaking of little Michaela. Should we? Check out Extremely Online on the spin-off. It's a it's a wonderful web series. It's just it's like on our Instagram. It's on no, the no, it's, it's on the show you should care about Instagram and it's on our YouTube. It's, it's our YouTube. very good. It's very good. I'm honest sorry, I get very confused with social media and, and the internet. <laughs> it's just I hit a certain age and it all became too hard. I had a dream that Siska cancelled me last night. And I had to apologize to Lucy in person today. Lucy oh, have you Blankenstein. heard about that already? Huh? <laughs> 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 they should just cancel someone from the spin-off once a week. Honestly, it was awful. Oh, God. What, what, did, what had you done? I told her really bit. I was doing stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing stand-up at Golden Dawn, rest in peace, open mic. And I was like, no, I can't even. Even though I know it's, it's not so real, I can't even say it. <laughs> well, what was the joke? I, t- you, I told a joke about. No! You have to beat that. You have to, and I remember in the dream looking out into the audience and seeing Siska, Lord was there, of course. James <laughs> Roque, Lord, Siska team were all there in the audience. And I immediately saw them all pick up their phones and start filming oh, me. Oh my God. And then Siska did the whole like little pastel panel thing about like five reasons why. It's so specific. Ella. I woke up, I feel awful about it. Can I just advise next time you're doing stand-up, read the room, <laughs> look at the room, see who's there, see how much trouble. Like that is The crazy thing is if you did it at the current Golden Dawn, mm. which has become Hoppers, <laughs> stuff would go great. <laughs> I love it. Um, hey, just quickly back to the t- the television show. And back, I know we've already we've already talked about what happened in the boardroom, kind of. But just back to Mike's thing, he did at one point make his business sound like a pyramid scheme. Yes, yeah. did you pick up on that? He did. When he was like, you know, we try because he was like, they said, you know, you're going to be training up people. And he's like, yeah, but then you've got leaders, and then those people, and they feed into it. And I was just like, oh, don't go down that road. And then you get gold standard sellers and <laughs> silver standard. And- you can win a car. Yeah. Maybe that's the real estate industry. I bet you it is. True. Oh, never look. Never, never look. look. Okay. Um, so Mike Mike got sent home. God, that was rough. Oh. I mean, Cassie's eye makeup. Oh, my God. She of, didn't. All over yeah. the place. Akimbo. She wasn't lying. It was all over the show. So the thing I loved, though, was that, like, Mike was wrecked and Cassie was wrecked and we were all wrecked. And then... By the time he was in his black Mercedes van, that would cost more than $30,000, I tell you, but maybe discount for anyway. Um, he was he was already stoked and pumped and ready to go smash. Like, I just mm. love his attitude. Yeah, me too. Me too. And also, he did something that I don't think any of the others have done. He stayed in the room to thank everyone. He didn't just get up and walk out. Yeah. Or at least they included that part. That, the that's what wrecked Cassie was yeah. just his, his giant heart. Mm, yeah. Out of his giant him. chest. And so we're now down to the final two. Ah, Ness what and a Steven. two. What a two. And it's all happening tonight. Styles make fights as well. Like, they're so different. Mm. Um, Who's your I'm money worried. on? Can we guess? I honestly, I mean, I know who I'd like to win, but then I know who I think might win. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, we both would like Ness to win. And we I think both, Ness is going to win. All, really? Yeah. I think Ness is going to win. But is, is it to do with the business plan again? Or is it some other thing? I don't know. I just think it's like her business is already it, it, happening. It looks yeah. like it's good. Yeah. It looks like from the teaser they're going to pitch. The, they, they bring all the other people back. They lead a team. 
from oh, from, right. from the uh, the previous candidates, oh, wow. and then they go and do a pitch to a, like in an auditorium. And pitch the so she'll here. be an incredibly strong pitcher in the room. I think she'd be able to take the feedback about condensing mm. it and, and, and action that because that's just a, a shrinking. You could action that overnight. I, I back. Oh, I do think it should massively count that she's got a business turning over two hundred thousand dollars a year of course. already. Mm, of course, so. but also, I get the jitters. I get anxiety. I wouldn't mind a coffee that's got a little special something in it. That takes that away. I tell you what, if you'd just, had that just before your stand-up set, that might have made exactly. all the difference or between maybe cancellation that's what she and did non-cancellation. Do, <laughs> and that's when she went for some of her sort of like more risque <laughs> materials. Um, you know what? There, that already exists, and it's called uh, whiskey. You just Irish up your coffee. Oh my and, god! Uh, no jitters. <laughs> okay, we're taking a break. We're back in a minute to uh, to recap the block extremely quickly. Kira. If it's your dream to come and work at The Spin-Off or our sister company, Daylight Creative, then listen up. The Spin-Off is on the hunt for our next editor of The Bulletin, our flagship morning newsletter. We want someone who's a proud news freak, someone who knows how to sift through the headlines and pluck out the most essential stories of the day and then explain them to a time-poor audience. If this sounds like you, get your application in before July the 25th. If you're passionate about creating meaningful, impactful work that makes a difference, then you'll want to be part of the Daylight Creative crew. We're after two new members to join our client service team. We're looking for a full-time account manager and a contract account director to look after our amazing client base. Applications for these two roles close on August the 2nd. Go to thespinoff.co.nz forward slash spinoffjobs for more information or to apply. Okay, anyway, living room week or whiskey room week if you're Megan Dan. Um, we'll, we'll just quickly get into Dinner Wars they all scored each other zero. Mark was not happy. Makes them rescore. Uh, they all still do some strategic story, scoring. And Dylan and Keegan uh, win by point one of a, of a point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so they've got $10,000 worth of, uh, of painting. Resine painting. Eco decorators, I think you're finally called. Is that? Mm. Um, Connie's still being lovely, as you say, going around cleaning everyone's windows except for her own. I like Connie. She's so good. There was one shot they showed of her holding onto this like massive fucking drill thing. I know. I'm talking like the 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 what do you call it? The diameter of the oh, drill yeah. bit was like twenty centimeters. It was incredible, and it was overhead. Like she's holding she's it up over her head. I love the single the shot of her from Dinner Wars wearing a false mustache, <laughs> just sitting there like in hell. <laughs> Connie but is definitely it. the best person. I mean, I love Keegan, <laughs> but Connie is just coming and really challenging him for the top spot in my mind. She's just. What a unique and amazing human she is. Yep. Anyway, Megan Don did a whiskey Dan. <laughs> Megan Dan did a whiskey room. Um, it's fine. Look, can I say something about this week's rooms? Boring. And I think it's because, and I like Cheetah. I shop at Cheetah. But there's limited options. There's just right? really limited options, and everything's in these same kind of beigey nice colours, and and every room is white, and it's just like it's a bit boring. Um, but Gizzy Hard. Somehow made every room like pow, like mm. just lots of crazy poppy stuff. I think that they've oversold it, so there's too limited a range of things that you can buy. So everything just looks quite bland. And also, I think knowing that they've got a real estate person as a judge and they're, who's all about the sale means that they're all just kind of sort of pivoting quite hard into not interior decorating jobs, yeah. not trying to please Jason the Madman Bonham, <laughs> but they're trying to. 
please the real estate agent. It's just a bit boring. I agree with you, Duncan. I agree with you. In fact, I think, remember back in Meadowbank days when Nikki and Tiff kept going to Indie Home Collective? They, 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 wouldn't, they wouldn't go to Freedom Furniture unless they absolutely had to. And so they were bringing in all this stuff that was different that no one else had. What I would like to propose... Where's my graffiti splashback? It's a bit too late. <laughs> it's a bit too late now because I'm sure they've done filming. But they should be going to Briscoe's, picking up a lovely classic mm. navy duvet. In fact, I know where they can get one. Cheap. I'll sell it <laughs> on the cheap. It's used, but no one will Free. ever know. <laughs> Pick up this weekend only. <laughs> but you know, like, just go get some, get to do something different. It is, you're right, it is so, like, all their beds look the same. All their cushions, their couches, they all look the same. I don't understand how they're scoring them differently. Like, Artie and Tim's room was fine. They're all fine. Can I just say, the the whiskey room, actually, because it's an upstairs whiskey room, presumably, because this is not their main lounge for most of them. It's like a living room. I think there's something else coming. A ah, little loungy type. Cause they, more they than do, one? Mm. Yeah. Remind me of how your parents had an upstairs room. They did. That they used to drink whiskey in yeah. or something in. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I love that room. And uh, I would love a whiskey room if you're listening. It was <laughs> me, for me, me. Meg and Dan. <laughs> Meg and Dan, obviously. My question is, where's the telly? Well, that's it's a, it's a whiskey room. It's an entertainment room. So it's room. pure just to stare at the whiskey. That's what. That's why it makes me think there's a lounge to come. It also seems dangerous. Like you can't do anything but drink just whiskey, whiskey up there. It's no only TV, and there's all those stairs to get down afterwards. Yeah. Mm. Um, sorry if legs are kimbo. Sorry if you're if you're a vodka gal. It's not the space for you. No. Uh, Tim and Artie did, um, I can't even remember. Mid-century big flu. That's what I wrote. Big flu. Big flu. <laughs> Ugly curtains. Oh, do you know what? This was the one that to me, fine. this one looked like every block living room I've ever seen before, including the wooden shelves next to the fireplace. Mm. Just come on. And Louise, though, four. I know. Liz I rough. She was just, I mean, look, admittedly, those curtains are annoying to drag across that rail style, but that shouldn't be enough. Like, they... Were they drop were they drop cloths? Or was that their, their little joke? They talked about drop cloth curtains. No, oh. they, they weren't really. Hey, so Anne Louise has looked upon a very unfinished bathroom before and said, lovely, seven and a half. And this entirely finished thing, which had basically one ugly curtain, but otherwise was completely indistinguishable from everyone else's, gets a four. Like, it just doesn't... There, there should be some rigour. To the judging. I think she can see through it and can see they just don't actually have any design eye. Like, it's just, it's paint by numbers. I'm not going to defect on Anne Louise. I, li- I like the flu? A... That was design eye. A flu's terrible. I just got my jab last week to make sure I don't get the flu. Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love it. Stand-up comedy at Golden Dawn has come to the spin-off. <laughs> Can we get that clip for a promo? Please don't. Uh, Connie and Rach did had the biggest living room on the block. They had big everything. They had big ceiling. They had big skylights. They had a big egg chair. Egg chairs are done. I yeah, hate boring, an egg chair. Stupid egg an chair. egg chair is chuggy. It is so it's chuggy. chuggy. An egg chair is chuggy. Ourselves we are whenever we find something that we are confident is chuggy. To sit in it is awful. Legs akimbo. <laughs> You're always like, is this gonna fall? Yeah. I, it's the, the egg chair is the sign of a weird spaced room, and that's what they had. They had like yeah. a long living room. Uh, they had their couch. They had, you have to have your couch. You can't have it all the way at the end of the room to be so far away from the telly mm. and the fireplace. So they had to put the couch in the middle, and then it's like, what's going on behind there? An egg chair and a table. A big old bean bag. Oh, I love the olive tree. I have to say I love the olive tree. I did, but I was just like, is it going to live? If it's just going to die. Olive trees are very hardy. 
Have you but ever eaten an olive right off the tree? No. Surely that's impossible. I done it around the corner. <laughs> oh, that one that's outside. That's got massive. Hasn't There's it? heaps around here. Yeah. yeah. I done it around the corner. <laughs> Love it. Love it. You're it still was alive. very bitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Dylan and Keegan. Okay. I mean, if you want a, a hidden door, <laughs> go to Dylan and Keegan's <laughs> what house. What are they doing? <laughs> the tiny little <laughs> door house? to the borrowers. It's very funny to me. So there's a door that goes, like, Anne Louise is like, I see an uneven skirting board. And I was like, oh, points off. And then she's yeah. like, it's a secret door. <laughs> And then she goes, <laughs> not Duncan's that one. Duncan, you're doing the other secret door. We're not even we're talking about the secret space. I that. He was, she was like, there's a James there's, Bond. Yeah. yeah, she was like, there's something exciting going to be happening with that space, but we don't know James where it goes Bond. to. And then there was the cellar under the stairs. I think they loved this room too much, to be honest, because it was a weird space. They're like, it's a reception room. But I think it's also because it was just not like the other rooms. At least, like, it had some colour that wasn't beige white. Yeah, mm. true. I mean, I like the colours and so on. I like how they styled it. But it was just like when they said it's a reception room, it literally looked like the reception at a fancy Basically, they've surgery. made like a little, yeah, they made like a doctor's surgery or a, a like an, like it looks like it's designed to be rented to Lord of the Rings for the next five years or something. I'm into the cellar. <laughs> no, not the decor. What do you mean? But just, you know, they're always advertising for rental, like furnished rentals for long um... periods of time. I feel like that's what they've gone for. I'm into the cellar under the stairs. The hobbits would fit in that little room. They yeah, would. And, and, and I think that, you know how Anne Louise was like, oh, I wouldn't get in there. I'm like, if you want wine badly enough, you'll get in there. Oh. You'll get in there. You will get in there. Yeah. Even if it's like just getting your arm round in a broom to just like whip one off, you know? <laughs> what? What did I say? Did it sound rude? Uh, did it sound rude? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Did it sound rude? Don't use a broom for that. <laughs> um, okay. Oh Unless God. you want to. That's fine too. Um, oh, God. <laughs> gets bumped down and I'm the one who gets in trouble. You're trying exactly. to dilute no, the no. pool of cancellation. She's got a bad duvet as well. <laughs> a bad duvet. <laughs> okay, um, Connie and Rach won. They played a plus one. They didn't need to because... Oh, no, they played a minus one. They didn't need to. They won by more than one point. Anyway, 26. And... Some other scores. And something. <laughs> next week. I don't know. What's happening next week? I don't know. Uh, one of the other spaces. Okay, that's our podcast. That's a podcast. It is a podcast. You can't deny it. It's also, it's also our <laughs> podcast, isn't it? And yes. we broke a Guinness World Record. <laughs> hey, I just want to shout out to the Cornies who filled out um, a survey that I put up in the corner this oh. week. Oh. It, it was so nice, except for the two comments that weren't. But that's we, there were way more nice ones than, than not nice ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stale. <laughs> Is it stale? It's fine. I don't think it's stale. I think <laughs> I'm not going to think about that. Certified fresh on the tomato meter. <laughs> uh, okay. Lovely time. Lovely, <laughs> lovely time. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. We'll, we'll see you next week or well, maybe before. No, who knows? We'll just say, who knows? Thanks, Tina, for producing. <laughs>
Kia ora e te iwi, te ai he butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.